The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Shout out to Fino Black, this music lover, Twan Burgundy, Silent Age Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. And me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool, cause you see, we on the mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. That's like all the yellow. Let me see. Oh, you got God. five songs. The Art of War style. I can feel the the sudden look. Do not trust the, the on the first night. Real gangster don't ride hard. What a hood chicks. <laughs> what a hood chicks. What? What a hood chicks. <laughs> not what are hood chicks nigga what a hood chick as in damn she hood what a hood chick I love her what? wow this is oh, sterling oh, example of a hood chick hey yo Tag I told you homie you gonna borrow this for a moment hold up yo yo then I tell a girl bobble the bobble and why you shaking this shaking bring that ass on back the name is dude don't stop don't stop now shake that ass song? shake that ass from real gangsta it sounded like it way. and you the fucking hood bitch you buy now to shake it about to make that ass bounce baby straight to the floor about to know what you're doing like a go-go gadget I need a bad bro oh, you gotta know what to do like a go-go gadget wow Go go magic when I'm in here, baby. I go I hit the script club up. Fuck that shit. That's go hood hopper. See me with them hood bitches with them. The fucker who not shake that ass. I'm looking for. Sound like some shit you would hear. Hustle and flow too straight to BET. Like uh, he should have gave this beat to Drake. Let's see. Yeah. yeah that is not. That was not the answer. <laughs> What about Licorice by Flea Boy Juice? Flea Boy Juice. I'm about Flea to put Boy the link Juice. to the mixtape in this Flea chat. Yeah. Flea Boy, Boy Juice. Juice. Niggas just making Ju- up. Juice Ice Juice. It is track two, Licorice. Or Shrooms, track six, I think would be a good one. It's really hard to find albums when niggas don't spell nothing right. <laughs> F-L-E-E-B-O-I is one word. Also, we had Teddy Pond the Beat, who I guess produced this. I wish I never did that. <laughs> oh my god, look at this album cover, dog. This is like. Yeah, exactly. This is like hood art caricatures. I draw your face for a six pack. It's a sweet old lick. This finna be sweet just like licorice. Girl, so sweet, she say I taste it like licorice. <laughs> Look at me now, I leak harder than a bitch. Ain't no complaining now, see, I got plans of being real. 
socially incorrect so please don't mind any of my shit i'm sorry if you are a producer and you hear somebody over your beat sounding like this how do you not get mad <laughs> depends on how much they pay. you already got paid yeah i yeah. hope you already got paid god wow. i found this girl called chinese kitty Oh yeah, she's loving hip hop. Yeah, I was I don't about to say that name Chinese, is rec- I recognize. No, so she actually is. <clears throat> yeah, she's real. Her, her, her and her mama. They both. I, mean, I figure she's real. I'm looking at that. No, no, no. Her, her, her and her mother was on loving hip hop. They both kitties. They got into a fight with um. It wasn't Amara. Who was the one they got in a fight her mother, with? Her mother's a kitty too. Yeah, they both kitties. Yeah, I forgot what her mom name is. Who did her mom get in a fight with? They they got in a fight with somebody kitty? in the interview room. Dusty kitty, Siamese kitty. Sir, that's that's a uh, racist. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it not a cat? I told you they both Asian though. I'm just saying. I'm just coming up with names here. I'm just saying racist. I ain't want to go short. I mean, I, ain't, I felt like saying like short hair kitty. That'd be too dead. That's this. Oh, we could call her Maine Coon Kitty. No. <laughs> Maine Coon. Don't call it Coon Kitty. There's uh, I put a young shade. Yo, Vado is still releasing mixtapes and niggas are still listening. That's crazy. Are you serious? Yeah, Vado got a mixtape. Long Run Volume 1. Also, uh, Michael, I think I'm a... Oh, there's a lot of young shades. I think my rap name is going to be Coon Cat. Sir. Just <laughs> sir. Just because. You got to pay, pay me for that, sir. I got to pay you for that. You got to pay me for that. You can just take Coon Kitty and change it to Coon Cat. They'd be like, this is my rap name. That's thievery. Well, I mean, I'm a man. I ain't want to be all kitty. That's why I just... All... What's wrong with kitties? What's wrong with kitties? What's wrong with kitties? <laughs> Nigga, where are they getting these covers from for some of these mixtapes? They just stealing them from the... They stealing them off the refrigerator. They taking them out of the first graders' classrooms. Why South Park this? Trap. Look, they straight, Park South Park Mexican has released anything. They straight stole old girl's face from Instagram and put her on this cover. I recognize her. That's crazy. <clears throat> I don't know what her name is. All of their names is Booty. Nobody you don't play the kitty? Is. What, Chinese kitty? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Dollar. Kitty. Cash Dog got a mixtape. Ain't got no listen, though, for real. I got <laughs> 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 Wow, Cash Doll just don't stand out to me when they put her on stuff. Sadly, she gets somehow lost in the mix. Somebody oh, did a chopped and screwed crit take TDT. TDT slowed and chopped big crit. Mm-hmm. I need for them to do some Megan chopped and screwed. They're slipping. Yes, they got a Summer Walker chopped and screwed. Of course, of course. Who Summer Walker? Oh, that might actually be dope. I might have to listen to that. I'm going to fall asleep. Don't do it. <laughs> She's still singing about lost love or love lost. She, I'm sure she is. She about to get a Grammy. So why were people so mad at her uh, Tiny Desk performance? Because I watched it and I was like, this shit, cool, sounds good. Because I, I don't get it. Because it's like, lethargic. That's why. She don't, she I mean, people don't really there. be running around and jumping on top of tables and shit, <clears throat> usually at Tiny Desk. No, I got it. She didn't have any, like, I guess she didn't have any energy. Like, even with Tyler, there's, there's energy there. They don't jump around and shit, but there's a certain amount of energy. She didn't have any. any. She legit looked like she didn't want to be there, but it came well, out that she, she, she was like, 
Yeah, she don't like performing. She doesn't like. She does not like performing. She has bad anxiety. She doesn't like performing. That's what she had. The Beatles didn't perform the last four years of their career as a band together. So I mean, it is what it is. It's hard to make money if you don't perform. But plus, to me, it's like the band. Like her band understood that. Like she's probably she probably acts like this all the time. That didn't stop them. Like her background singers. And the girl sounded just like her her album. Also, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, the shit sounded good. So what's the big deal? I mean, it sounded like her. That's you listen to it on the podcast. She ain't doing nothing super stellar anyway. So she fits right into that category of just really well, being groundbreaking. But it sounded fine. Yeah, it sounds and like her. Like, that's what people seem like. They were like legit mad, and I'm like, but why though? No, they were they were legit mad because she looked like she didn't want to be there, and then it came out that she has anxiety and she doesn't like doing that. She doesn't like doing live performances. She kind of just want to make the music, record it in the studio, and let it go, let it out, let it do what it do, and make her money that way. She really don't Some like performing. Some people don't like that. <clears throat> That's if you don't like performing, you don't like performing. Right. I don't get what the big deal is. Like hell, Lisa Fisher didn't like. She sang background, and that girl voice is phenomenal. She I got mean, out there. She was like, nope. <laughs> I mean, can me. we keep it one hundred? A whole lot of niggas that do perform shouldn't be performing. They have no stage presence whatsoever. Or it'd be them and 50 other niggas on stage doing nothing or it'd be them on stage by themselves doing nothing. BET awards are full of a bunch of niggas that should not be performing at an award show. Like at all. And then, I mean, the girl does alternative R&B. Like she's not going to be dancing. She's not going to be doing flips and shit. I mean, the type of music she does, I mean, that's all she going to do anyway. But they always complain about something. When SZA started singing, niggas was like, oh, she can't sing as great as she does when she's t- auto-tuned. No shit. You couldn't tell that from listening to her music that she ain't the greatest fucking singer. Now y'all right. hear her live and you like, she don't sound like she doing the studio. Uh, yeah, but her energy there. So y'all was happy. Some of y'all niggas be looking like, I remember when niggas wrote in on Frank Ocean like that. He sound terrible live. Um, sound like Frank Ocean to me. <laughs> sound, sound, don't sound, right. don't sound no different than what he be sounding like on these albums, dog. Like, Niggas a better right. writer. Frank Ocean is never but... like a powerhouse vocalist, though. Right, he's always been a better writer and probably producer on them tracks than a singer. But he's not a terrible yeah. singer. His singing fits the music he makes. I really Absolutely. can't see other people. He sings I can't... perfectly well for his songs. Yeah, I can't see anybody who can. I can't see anybody who is a would be considered a better singer than Frank Ocean singing over Frank Ocean's music. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't sound right. No, because everything is not about having the perfect voice. Uh, it's a whole lot of niggas out here with the perfect voice. They yeah, can't every song don't don't gotta be love on top. You don't gotta do seven key right, changes. Right, exactly. I mean, we can go through people's list of who the best R and B female singers are right now, and I wonder how many um is selling more albums than people like Summer Walker, SZA, and shit. That being able to blow shit, hey, it's it's cool for some people. It works for Adele, and it works for Gaga, and it works for Beyonce. It works for some people. It don't work for everybody, dog. Don't. Just because you can blow, don't mean you can write. Don't mean you got. It songs. doesn't mean you make a good song. Like nope. y'all can hate, y'all can hate on Rihanna all you want to. She got some good writers and she's smart. She got some amazing songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. undeniable. So great songs. Even when she's singing drunk, still great. I know. But that's 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 what it is at the end of the day. Like, how is your song? Mm-hmm. Summer how Walker songs. The is... They like that you know. girl music. I am not a huge fan. Like, it's not bad, but I definitely almost. I 
mean, I like Summer Walker. Like the but this past album, I wasn't so much of a fan. But I mean, I like her because she like we we already talked about before. Like she sounds like you know '90s R&B. Like she has the voice for it, and it's just nice to know that as well. She can she sounds like that. It's not just a a voice that's you know doctored in the <clears throat> studio. Yeah. But I mean, she also not singing about like. We going to the moon top and back on our love. Like, that's not what she does. You see what she looks like? Like, child. She's saying about some she basic shit. You know, stuff right now. Like, they do too much. I think people. That's what I'm saying, man. It's just all about people trying to find something wrong with something. If you like some shit, it's, if you actually like a person, if you actually like some shit, it's legit hard to find something wrong with it. If you dare to enjoy it. A lot of these niggas are one, not fans of these people they be shitting on, but be trying to act like they are. And two, right. they don't watch their stuff to enjoy it. I don't watch tiny desks of people I don't like. Like, I'm not going to watch a tiny Shoulder. desk performance because it's Summer Walker. I'm not a fan of her music like that. The only reason I ended up watching uh, 30 seconds of it was because I was trying to see what the hoopla was about when niggas was complaining Same. about her. That was the only time I watched it. And niggas was complaining about her because she just looked very basic sitting in that chair just saying and to be quite honest i'm a fucking fan of a lot of indie artists who do just sit up on a chair and just sing their music while they band playing in the background i don't need you jumping around on stage I i'm not impressed either. by your dance do moves. i like the song yes then i'm gonna listen to it it's yeah. really honestly that simple i don't need you dancing around on stage you ain't got to do an eight count Radiohead do not too, look though. interested when they're playing music on stage, and these motherfuckers sold like I don't even know how many millions and millions and millions and millions of records so and sold good. out tours and shit. Like it can be a thing. Like not everybody gives you the same energy on stage, no. and it's just part of that but artist. What, what energy y'all want? The girls singing sad shit. <laughs> right. Like I don't understand that. Like what energy? She giving you the energy she give you on the album, y'all like like. Y'all want her to sing girls need love too while she's pussy popping? I don't, I'm just not, I'm not understanding it. Like, alternative R&B is not pop. It is not, not. Beyonce. It's alternative R&B. Like, y'all don't give the same energy with Bryson Tilson be singing all them old emo songs. His ass, Six Black be on one key the whole time. The whole and time. He ain't gonna give you theatrics and his damn um, stuff. I'm so tired of and this nigga singing. I don't get this. I am so sick of Six Black singing. So sick of it. I wish Bruh, he stopped Same singing. here. So I was tired when the first joint came out, honestly. But uh, like with he her, my cup of tea. She, I think the problem people had was they looked at her and she looks completely unbothered being at Tiny Desk. And niggas use that to try to be like, her performances, her live performances is whack. But, I mean, you're saying that about a person who's already told you they really don't like doing live performances. And yet she still, despite looking completely unbothered, gave you exactly the same voice you hear on the album. So, I, I kind of I kind of look at that as she, she kind of gifted. If, that's, if she can sit there and look like she don't want to be a part of it and still give y'all a performance, that is the album? You're welcome. Yeah. It, it's it, listen. Would you rather have this or Lauren Hill refusing to drink hot tea and then fucking up Man. notes on the guitar? <laughs> but just panicking all over the place. Like, come on. You got so so she gets up there and she sings exactly 
the way she sings on the album about the exact same sad shit she's singing about on the album in a demeanor that kind of is 500 days of summer in the sound. And y'all like, mm, why she ain't do a backflip? But Lauren Hill gets up there and brings out a guitar and says, I didn't drink high tea because sometimes I wake up in the morning and my voice don't sound good. I'm going to let y'all hear what that sound like live on unplugged for the next hour. You get to hear raspy Lauren and I'm going to be fucking up these keys. I'm going to be fucking up these strings and these chords on this guitar. Cause guess what? I didn't practice none of this shit. I just sat down here and started playing and and niggas was coming up with every excuse in the world. For why that was okay. She's so authentic. She's so raw, real, and down to earth. She looks like she was grown from the soil. She sounds so eccentric and eclectic. And another E word that means really didn't sound that fucking good. But I need to make up a goddamn excuse for sitting here and watching this unplugged performance on MTV. That this black woman just did. And why the hell has she dropped another album in three years? And ten years later, fifteen years later, here we are. Still no new album from her. But niggas will still debate you that her that unplugged performance ain't that bad. Yeah. This woman played one song forward and then played it again backwards and still fucked up on the chords. She had two tries, same song. <laughs> that unplugged was so. Oh my god! If I swear to God, if somebody gives me three wishes, one of them is gonna be to have somebody who gave a fuck remake that unplugged album. The one good thing that came from that album is the sample for All Falls Down. It's so many good songs on there that she just did terribly. Exactly. God damn. I was so mad. I was like, but they good songs. She's just not good. That's what it is. Summer Walker ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Y'all love that girl music. She's young too? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Like the like the youngin says, she gives you the vibe. That girl ain't going nowhere, and she doing her tour. Majority of that she doing the tour. Majority of that shit sold out already. Mm-hmm. So I let the one and done. I think or something like that. Uh, tour. Look, oh, just know, money. Just yeah. know, if and she's from Atlanta. Show, oh please, yeah, she's fine. Just know if you go to her show, grab a seat. Right. And I think that's the thing. Like that's what she probably would prefer that anyway. Like I don't think, you know, like I think all these places that she's performing are like what she if she did since she has to perform is something that she probably would want anyway, which is very small, very intimate. But yeah, she's not going to be, you know, flying from the stands or you know, You're not getting the Astro World tour at a no, summer walk. Props <laughs> and shit like, you know, uh-uh. This girl got a song called I'll Kill You. Like, listen, y'all better sit down, shut up, and listen. <laughs> and she looks like she would. She do. She looks She crazy. really does. She like extra crazy. This And the thing is, she's a pretty girl, but man, I was like, this girl got like Chinese letters on the side of her face. Mm-hmm. She got like mad face tattoos. She got a bunch of... Ha- I mean, she... She looked like she'll kill your ass. She looked like she will smack the shit out of you for no reason. Like y'all just be in public and you just get smacked across the face. When she said I'll poison you in my in your sleep, she'll do it. And she'd be like, you know why I did it. You you nigga, you know. Look at the Chinese letters in my dimples. You know. You know exactly why I smacked your shit. I was looking at that. I said, Oh, I know that hurt. I mean, then she got something on her like eyelid. Oh shit. 
No, thank you. Look at her. Like I'm, I'm just looking at a picture. Of her. She looked like she's going to smack somebody right now. Yeah, she looked like she'll cut you. Mm-hmm. She looked like she'll cut you. She every every uh-huh. picture I see of her is her, is her looking at you crazy. <laughs> oh, like, you can't like, answer. I, like I've been to jail. And I will I go back, so don't fuck I with me. I will go back. You know you can't they ask her to do nothing, here. right? Right. <laughs> you can't ask her to do shit. Can you wash the dishes? Wash the who? <laughs> right. You be, you be oh like, that ain't gosh. even the right now, no. Her little ass, and she tiny, too. That's <laughs> big ass. The crazy one's always the tiniest. Mm-hmm. Look at Megan. Megan is too damn big to be crazy. Like, she too damn big. She better actually hurt somebody. But them little ones, they always crazy. (laughs) Looking at Megan standing next to people, I'd be like, boy, if she ever got mad and decided to fight y'all niggas like a nigga, it'd be over. (laughs) She taller than half y'all niggas. She is. She's like like 5'11". Tall and she's a solid 5'11". Like, she ain't just 5'11". She a solid ass. Yeah, she's solid. Like for real. She's solid. She is country ass five eleven thick. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. She look like she a really fucking is. giant. <laughs> and the fun and like I think Rihanna's like the same height, maybe five ten, five eleven. And Rihanna ain't never looked like no fucking giant. Never. Even okay. when she on her, even if it's thick Rihanna right now, they ain't not, they ain't got nothing. Oh gosh, Megan is like, yeah, she's solid. Mm-hmm. And she looked like she'll stop your ass out, man. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to fight Megan for real. Come on now. Mm-mm. It might be, it might be some WNBA girls who be like, I ain't threatened by her. That's because you got six inches on her. And you train all season. But these little regular club girls, they see Megan, they ain't about to, no, they not about to. She got, they can't even wrap their whole palms around her biceps. She look like she barbecuing her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I would not. <laughs> Just put your ass in jail. I think Rico Nasty is another one. Too. Man, I ain't fucking with that one. <laughs> <laughs> she got a video where she just riding on. She quick. got a video where she just riding on the back of a car, throwing gang signs all over the place. I was like, Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> you should. You can Too listen to me. You can listen to Rico Nasty voice and be like, Mm-mm. yes. She put hot sauce on everything. <laughs> and she got and and she got finger waves. Nope. How old is Rico Nasty? She too damn young for finger waves. She look young. She is 22 years. She was born in 1997. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Not doing it. She young. Nope. She is a mess. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It doesn't. Don't worry about it, bitch. You've never been in your place. Always moving silence, never question your fate. Always checking on your niggas, gotta make sure they straight. If I'm getting money, then you know we all got a place. Since a baby and a tummy, mama knew I was great. They can play me like a 
these niggas cause the money only thing I'ma take. She already sound like an auntie. She sound like a crazy auntie. I'm not, nope, I'm not messing with her. <laughs> not doing it. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. She looked like she had to start rapping because she could not hold down a job at that register. She was like, they done, they keep bringing me <laughs> shit. And they, I ain't got time to be scanning your shit. You better scan your own shit. <laughs> I told that bitch to put me in self checkout. I don't know why they got me here scanning people shit off the belt. I told that bitch I do not stock shit on the shelves. Everything I put out better be on the first row. I ain't picking up shit. <laughs> they be like, "You fired." I ain't leaving. I need this job. <laughs> I understand Rico, but you fired. Who fired? I see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> Nicki Minaj really did not get a prenup. Yo, of course she didn't. Yikes! To get a, hmm. She went to like the justice of peace. They said the only reason why she got because her marriage license was about to end. You know, the next thing she's gonna get is pregnant, right? Oh yeah. Can you imagine having a kid with a nigga who you should be afraid might touch kids? No. Exactly. That's why she broke. This nigga is why like I'm just mm, She don't love herself. No dick is that good at all. She had Safari's dick. Huh? She had Safari dick. So it ain't like she she had to run around and search for shit. Safari has already broken the internet with his dick. She had that she shit. Kept saying, she said she kept saying like, "Oh, I do anything he wants because he gives me good dick." That's literally it's not an what excuse, she said. ma'am. That's like, not a good but, strategy but nope. at all. This is a whole ass sex offender that raped a sixteen-year-old. That's what I'm about to say. You do anything because he give you good dick. What if he told you to kidnap a teenager? Right, and he killed a whole ass person. Like, what? Are, what are we doing, ma'am? Same thing she do with her music. A whole oh, bunch of gosh. nothing. Full fledged bird. I just. I know them baby mamas is cackling like we moving up to the big leaves. Like. <laughs> this nigga name is Kenneth Petty. <laughs> wow. Her name is Nikki Petty. No, what's her first Petty. name? Onika. Onika Petty. Mm-mm-mm. Nika Petty. Oh, Petty. And she, and they claimed that they, you know, they were already living together. What's no? Well, he was living with her. Exactly. Let's, Can we like fix check. that terminology? Thank you. Fix that terminology. Yeah, let me clean that up. Because she was me. not living with him. <laughs> they, he was living with her, and they was already claiming that they were. Imagine marrying a nigga. You still gotta have security in the house. He can't go overseas. Can't get a passport. I mean, Deidre, look at him. Do he look like a nigga that want to leave the couch? <laughs> but you know, he can't even go to like Jamaica or nothing. He can't do none of that. She gonna catch that nigga in so many other chicks DMs, mm-hmm. trying to help him with their homework and shit. Yikes! <laughs> a, a rapist, sex offender, and a rapist, and a murderer. Mm-mm-mm. What's how, how much time we rolling with? Yo, can we talk about your boy Gucci? Can we talk about your boy what Gucci? Do you 
and what he gonna do to envy if he see envy on the streets. <laughs> oh, okay. So what is this? Explain this to me, because people was talking about the Breakfast Club and Gucci, and I didn't look into it because I had shit going on. I mean, go ahead, Deidre. You you was excited over there. I could hear it. No, I'm just laughing. Like, um, well, Charlemagne interviewed Gucci or whatever. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I, well, I didn't listen to it at all. I was about to but say anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> right, words mean things. Let me clear that up. But um, <laughs> you know, they brought up the Angela thing again, and um, they were you know cackling about that. And then, um, you know how. Wait, what's that does. thing? Sorry, I'm like way out of the loop. I don't be paying attention to them niggas like that. Well, you know, they, he was on the Breakfast Club, and then now he, well, he's banned from the Breakfast Club because he was on there previously. And um, I don't know, something came up. I don't know when it came up in the conversation about mm-hmm. like them messing around or, or she trying to suck his dick or whatever. And he was like, uh uh-uh. uh. I remember, I remember okay. when he did that interview on the Breakfast Club, and he was like, "Yo, she tried to make a pass at me," and she was, and Angelique was like, "What are you talking about? That didn't happen." And he was like, "For real? You trying to act like you weren't trying to fuck?" Oh yeah. And she no. completely was playing it off like she didn't. And then a couple of weeks later, this nigga produced like a video or recording of her like in his DMs. Oh shit! Damn. But hold up, here's the interview that he just did. Oh God, what's up, sorry. And just for the record, man, I didn't do, I didn't listen. I mean, no disrespect to that girl. I was not trying to humiliate that girl or embarrass her. No kind of way. You know, I was just defending myself, showing, hey, if you telling somebody that I'm banned from the radio station or declining, is this is what gave me the decline. That was. People are gonna see this and be like, he must be banned because why they not in the, uh, man, <laughs> why he not in the studio? But for the record, he's not banned. I don't even know where that came from. It came from that punk ass bitch, man, and DJ Envy. He's a pussy too. Envy did it too. Envy's pussy, man. Pussy, he was scared. wasn't even scared to come. You know he scared. Where he at? I didn't know he was supposed to be here. He wasn't gonna come. He wasn't gonna come because the day they did that people squirt thing and you wasn't there, mm-hmm. he was there. Him and uh the girl, or whatever. So he ain't had the nerve to come after he did that. I knew. <laughs> I was gonna confront him too. I was say, hey man, you know, you got something to say to me? I just want to see what he was gonna say. Cause he seemed like he had something he wanted to say to him. I don't think it's an issue. So I'm gonna give him, you know, I'm gonna give him his face to face because mm-hmm. I ain't no man. Him had no issue, but I do got an issue with him too. I got an issue with him now. I'm gonna step to him. I'm not saying, just like he stepped to the people were talking about his wife when they came up there. Mm-hmm. He confronted them. Dennis So I'm gonna confront him about what him and Angela did, and if he come at me wrong, I'm gonna slap the shit out of him. But it's just on him. It ain't gonna be his first time getting slapped. What about um? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. If he's a punk, I don't one, care so what if he's I mean, Jesus Amaro punked him several times, oh honestly. If he stayed being a punk, like Erica Mena punked his ass, like whatever. And I'd be like, do not let six pack Gucci fool y'all. Gucci is the same <laughs> yes. nigga that literally threw a whole ass woman out of fucking Hummer off a Candle Park Road. Like, do not get it twisted. <laughs> Absolutely not. Do not let straight white teeth, six pack, nah. Mary Gucci fool y'all. The nigga's still about that life. Listen to how he talks. This nigga Thank talks. Thank you. That's all you need to know is just listen to him talk about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know if y'all niggas out here got him, but this nigga sound like a black exploitation uncle. 
Like, d- don't this nigga ain't got nothing to lose. Hey, he's super country, which I appreciate. No, it's not I even. Mean, it's not on, even man. that. He sound old. Like he sound like he got old. He man do sound right? like an old man. That's that's true. He sound like, <laughs> like an old, old nigga. Black man that'll beat your ass. No, he don't sound like an old man. He sound like an old nigga. <laughs> come in and talk right with you, boy. Let me see what you're saying. What you saying? You gonna come over here and talk to me? What you got? I mean, I was gonna confront you, and they'll and they'll bring up your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that time you was at the grocery store. Old girl ain't bag your stuff right. You was you was a little heated about that. You was looking at you can't talk to her. You went right there her face. You say what you need to say. You leave. You was a man then. You gonna come over here and talk to me now? You a man now? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you done fucked up. Mm. You you better walk over there with your guard up. Yeah. Shit. He gonna smack. He gonna smack you if you put your punctuation in the wrong place during your statement. Yeah, will smack and smack the fuck out of your ass too. Yeah, you will not see it coming. <laughs> and he's strong now, to like stronger now too. So it's gonna hurt and even worse. Tall, like... Hold up, wait let me see. Let me see. I was gonna buy this car, but when I go to the drive-through, I can't get my food out of this window. This is all it goes right here. So shout, shout to Sean and I, I, Sean. I was gonna buy this car today, but I, 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 I just can't. I, I don't even know how to get out. Like I've been trying to get out for the last. Spin King. It's my brother Spin King. We are cool shit, man. Um, I just need like I five. I don't have. Yeah. Who got the tickets to Tycoon shit? Ticket. I can't even bring nobody with me. I just want a ticket. I'm just trying to get a ticket. He ain't got no tickets. I don't, got no I tickets. don't know. <laughs> I just want my tickets. I don't got no tickets. Call fifty. You want fifty number? Fifty number. Is- I don't understand what's going on in this video. I was about to ask because I don't know what the hell is happening either. Bruh. Exactly. That's 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 all I hear. I'm trying to see if they have actual audio. I know he, I know he responded, like in a write up. I got this. I got this. I got it. It's all good. Club. Now this topic came up while he in front of his Rolls Royce, not doing anything. Bruh, I hate when people do this on YouTube. It's so fucking annoying. Let me see, because I know he responded. Eric Amina punked him, like, punked the shit out of him. He's worthless. I just, like, yo, if Angela Yee wanted to fuck, I get why it's disrespectful for him to just, I get why it's out of pocket for him to just bring that up. But it was also, like, she denied it. Like, that's when it became a problem. Do you just for you to just straight deny it that that went down? You weren't trying to do that, okay, ma'am. Um, I don't. Angela mm. Lee is another one. I like, yeah, like of course it's like okay, you you brought this up. Why? I mean, okay, you're married, but Angela Lee is no saint either. As much times as like women have gone on that show and like Envy and Charlamagne have been talking out the side of their ass, talking cash money to them. Talking disrespectful towards them, and she mm-hmm. keep getting up over there on that side. Oh, she her mouth closed in. She didn't say nothing then. While they getting disrespected, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, woe is me. Like, no, I don't feel bad for her. And then behind the scenes, how she be acting towards folks? Nope, feel nothing. So, don't feel so bad. let me see. So, Envy said, "Me and my dog." Well, see, the guy gave me a heads up when this interview was done, and I told him play it. This isn't the first time I've been threatened by an artist, and probably won't be the last time. I've never been slapped or snuffed or jumped before, so not sure where that came from. But funny by all means, Gucci was never banned from the Breakfast Club. When asked, 
Would I do an interview without ye? My reply was, I will not do anything unless you clear with my coworker. You call that riding for your team where I'm from. He's upset because my coworker defended herself. Never in a million years would I tell my co-host what to say or what not to say. We share that platform. When Gucci did that post about Yee, she defended herself on the Breakfast Club and she's mad and he's mad because I let her do it. I have never ran from a conversation in my life. My kids are good, my wife is great, and my dog is excellent. Anyway, I heard some lies and wanted to address it. Back to enjoying Paris. Like, oh, you in Paris, though. Where Gucci? You tapped all of that. Right. And it's like the whole, first off, at this, at this level in the game, why are you talking about where you at? I'm in Paris. Like, Gucci can't go to fucking Paris. Like, anybody can't go to fucking Paris. I mean, anybody can go to Paris. But, like, Gucci can't go to Paris. Of all the, the, the he's rich. He can go right, to Paris right now. Throwing, why are you throwing money? Why are you throwing your 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 your, your life, like your stature, your financial he's status, make, like, into this trying, conversation? He's trying to make it seem like he's above everything. Hence, why he's saying I'm in Paris right now. Like yeah. I'm just, oh, I'm in Paris. While y'all talking good. about this in the states, but it's like first, that's why I said anybody can go to fucking Paris. My you ain't good. going no place, no My fucking exotic, good. or you know something exclusive. It's Paris. Like last time I checked, you go to Paris from fucking Southwest. Like, what are you talking about? And then, second of all, if you so above everything, you with that long ass shit in fucking Paris, right? You like, took a break from Paris you, to do that. It's not that serious. I wouldn't even address it because I would have enjoyed fucking Paris. But you got to talk about that. You, I'm gonna go back to Paris now. Y'all have fun, bruh. Don't, like, don't throw your financial status into this conversation as if that's some trump card over Gucci, the nigga that literally just got sponsored by gucci like dog come on man come on bro he a millionaire like you a millionaire you ain't doing shit he can't do surely cannot well i'm live. you know my wife good my family good my kids good i don't understand the statement you trying to make last time i checked him and his wife got married on tv and got paid for doing the damn wedding and shit he looked to be good with his family too dog I, what is the, that's, that's, that's not the point none of that was the point on a white damn piano in fucking Buckhead they, while Zaytoven was playing with it. I tell you, he's fucking okay. When we're talking about, he he said on the, I believe he said it on that Walktober album, his wife got more money than he do. Did she do? Like, and that's money that she put, that she held down, doubled, invested, and put together while he was locked down. She, he, that girl got her lip, she got a cosmetic line, she got a waist shaper's line. I think she got even a hairline. And I know like the waist shaper line even is like I think outselling everything. That girl is fine. Nobody they here live, is hurting. Like a nice ass part of um Buckhead is where they live at. It just it's in a it bomb was, house. I don't like I don't understand. You could do that Trump shit when it's a nigga you know that's just trying to get attention for some shit. Gucci is not out here doing shit just to get attention for it. That nigga drops a mixtape and his fans run to Apple Music, that Piffinary Wells, to get that shit. He ain't having no problems with his music, his business career, money, whatever. He got an issue with you, though. Like, you you need to be worried about something, nigga, because for a nigga that don't really care or worry about nothing else, he seemed to be real worried about fucking finding you. Like, he has made it a goal. 
Okay. Nigga out of, out of jail, and he still want to slap your ass. If you good, you good. I know these. I know a lot of these New York niggas be like they box and shit. They go to the gym and they box. That's cool. Okay. Well, when you see them, you know, have your gloves ready, cause don't sound like he playing. He took time out of that interview to say, don't sound like he playing. Took time out of the interview to say that and straight up call Angela a bitch in the conversation. He being disrespectful as hell. He is being super disrespectful. And super calm about it too. He is being a true ass nigga. He sound like a nigga that is serious about what he's saying. And don't feel like he got no reason to not be saying it. Whether he wrong or right. Okay, I don't know what Paris Paris got to do with any of this. Cause you gotta come home, and y'all running hip hop platform. Up right on with him, bro. I can. I'll never understand that. Like, and you won't be mad at somebody. I'll, I'll never. If we was, if one of us end up interviewing some nigga that did not like one of the people on this show, and it was just, well, I didn't know you had a problem with that person. Well, what did they do to you? Like you ain't like that ain't your nigga that you work with every day. Like you ain't gotta see him when you go back to work on Monday. Like they would when they would talk about Angela and like they would I, that's the clip I saw and she they would just like he was making fun of her like giving head knowledge oh Charlamagne was kikiing up with him like yeah that that's your don't co-worker your you see on Monday that's if you put all your energy in Gucci wrong person that's who you do I business be- with like that man ain't backing you up at all mm-hmm. ain't never ain't never gonna be no show that I go on where niggas is clowning. On Deidre or Micah Twine, well, it depends on what they say about Twine. That nigga don't like bury me in gold. So right now, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> they're, like, they're, ain't gonna be nowhere you gonna see us, and y'all just gonna be shitting on our peoples, and we ain't gonna say nothing to you, right? Like, wait. <laughs> First off, we ain't cool if that's what you doing. You pick. You should have waited till I left to talk your shit. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Like, we're not gonna have a. I'm not gonna have a conversation with somebody and then they're just going to be like trashing y'all and I'm going to be like laughing like oh that's so funny and like brushing over everything like it's not like you really just didn't disrespect my people look if you cool with people that be just flat out disrespecting me like that around you and you cool for hanging around them when they doing that shit and your whole thing is man that's between y'all and y'all I ain't in the middle of that you know why that is because you ain't my people's neither right you would be so if, I'll be if friends you ain't uncomfortable yeah, if you ain't uncomfortable in that situation, you ain't my peoples. When that when that whole shit popped off with Amanda Seal and this Vanessa chick, and they were like they tried to put uh uh Issa in the middle of it, and Issa told Amanda, listen, you need to you need to handle that with Vanessa. You know why Issa said that? Because her and Amanda ain't cool like that. But her and Vanessa <laughs> cool like that. She was like, Listen, you need to go. I'm not speaking for Vanessa. I can't tell Vanessa what to do. See, she backed Vanessa. I can't tell Vanessa what to do. I can't speak for her. If you got a problem with Vanessa, you need to go talk to Vanessa. Now, do you think that Issa went to Vanessa and was like, if you got a problem with Amanda, you need to go talk to Amanda? Absolutely not. No. Zero percent. No, she did not. (laughs) (laughs) That conversation didn't happen. Because her and Issa ain't cool like that. Because if they was cool like that, you would have been able to get into the fucking party. I'm never lame. Oh my goodness. Yo. I just don't understand work. Like I've never seen like I've never seen Desus and Meryl like arguing or fighting with each other or whatever. Like I just don't. They don't. They're actually friends in real life. (laughs) 
you made way more <laughs> money when you actually friends with the people you friends with. But when y'all just kind of three entities that came together to do some shit, it's going to be it's a whole crazy bunch how of that works, right? It's going to be a bunch of controversy. Niggas not backing <laughs> each other. And then niggas get on the radio together and be like, no, no, no. I understand why you ain't backing me up. You know what I'm saying? That ain't your fight, bruh. Mm-hmm. Okay, sir. No loyalty. You trust your kids around this man? <laughs> Go ahead, dog. And Angela Yee, she just, I, I, I feel like she's just happy to be getting some money on a radio show because she don't never have a real opinion about nothing to sing. From no, what no, I've heard. She, she gives nothing. She really doesn't. She gives nothing. I don't blame her. I want that job. I'm curious if they all getting paid the same, though. I'm sure they ain't treating this situation like friends. Oh no! I my my gut tell me uh, Charlamagne make more than all three of them. Um, Charlamagne the one. Y'all know that DJ Envy was DJ Clue's gardener back in the nineties. What, sir? Excuse me, sir. Gardener. That's how I got discovered. He was apparently he was his gardener, and while he would do gardening shit, he would beatbox. And then DJ Clue decided to take him under his wing and teach him how to DJ. And what? Shit. Is this nigga yes. DJ uh, Roses? Mm-mm. It's on his Wikipedia page, so wow. I assume it is probably true. Wow. That is. Yep. Listen, have That's y'all crazy. have y'all heard Envy? It is crazy. Y'all heard Envy or Angela E doing voices for dogs in any of these commercials? Nope. Heard Charlemagne though. Saw a pet commercial. Charlemagne was the voice. Really? So this nigga is getting all of his. I don't know why. I don't know why white people like hiring him to do shit. Well, and giving him spots. Bank. Like you think about all the stuff that he's been on. Absolutely. Charlamagne make more out of all three. And then, you know, he always talking out the side of his neck, which is what they like anyway. Yeah, he making bank. Mm-hmm. He knows, you know, he knows exactly. Like, he he used to work for Wendy Williams at one point. Like, he knows what to do. He knows what to say. Keep people talking. Um, I'm going to read this because I thought this was an interesting title. Uh, and we'll just, we'll just go from here. During a speech on American energy in Pittsburgh on Wednesday, um, President Donald Trump ticked through his usual issues before making an unusual remark about his long-promised border wall. We're building a wall on the border of New Mexico, and we're building a wall in Colorado. My nigga, what? <laughs> building a, a wall in Denver to keep Boulder out. What? You know how what? do you stop the Mexicans from coming in the country by building a wall halfway through the middle of the country? Uh, Trump went on to say the wall would be Colorado. Trump went on to say the wall would be quote a big one that really works. You can't get over. You can't. This thing has twelve words in his vocabulary. Yo, what the fuck, man? We're building a wall in Texas. And we're not building a wall in Kansas, but they get the benefit of the walls that we just mentioned. <laughs> what? Yeah, what a piece of shit. God damn. Our president. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. Pre- like, listening to him talk about stuff is so basic. He says the same, he has the same formulaic response to everything. President Trump, what do you think about Pepsi? Pepsi, Pepsi, great soda, probably the best soda, almost amazing soda. Yeah, I had Pepsi one time. Great Pepsi, great soda, amazing. 
You should have a Pepsi. Do you have a Pepsi? I can get you a Pepsi. You should have a Pepsi. It's amazing. It's great. You'll love it. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Because <laughs> he actually talks like that exactly. all the time. Bro, it doesn't matter what you ask him. He answers it all the same way every time. And then he says outlandish shit that has nothing to do with the questions they would ask him. They would ask him about economics and the growth of it in the country over the last three years under his leadership. And he would be like, well, you know, economics, we've done economics with Mexico. We've done economic, great country, wonderful country, planning to build a wall there. Great wall, big wall, going to be a wonderful wall. And one of the best walls, when we, tremendous, <laughs> wall. if not the best wall, probably the best wall ever built, it will be the best wall that has ever been seen built as a wall. You're going to love it. You'll love it. Everybody is going to, you're really going to appreciate this wall. When you see it, you're going to be like, oh my God, I've never appreciated a wall as much as I appreciate this wall because that's how people really Again, talk. can't tell if you're reading off of a quote sheet or you're just freestyling. I, Mike, I have been ignoring him since he got inaugurated and I have not been listening to his interviews. I don't follow politics. And then when the impeachment stuff talk started happening, right? And I was kind of like, okay, I just kind of want to know what they're talking about specifically. So I started watching YouTube videos of NBC news news coverage and stuff. And they would play they would play back clips of him talking. And when I realized he was literally using the same pattern for every conversation for any topic, it is like a one fits all response for any question. And that he is, and then I was like, maybe this is just these couple of interviews. So I went back and started listening to old interviews and speeches he did over his term. He's been doing it since he got inaugurated. And the fact that news coverage has taken him seriously when saying the shit he says, the way he, it's not, it's not just the shit he says, it's that way he says it. He says it the same way every time. He even speaks for other diplomatic representatives from other countries when he's visiting them and doing interviews in their country. Which is how he got into this shit that's, that they're talking about impeaching him for now. Foolishness. It's, it is. I can't believe that this is the person that is the face and the representative of our country and and half half the nation voted for. Right. To Fucking run. embarrassing. It's super embarrassing. It is so goddamn embarrassing. It's one thing to have an evil leader who is intelligent and is able to manipulate masses with his talk. He cannot do that. Mm -mm, He lacks every quality that should allow even a white man of privilege to get away with the shit he gets away with. He's not nice to look at. He doesn't have any charisma. He's a super, he's a super fucking bully. Mm -hmm. There's nothing about his presentation. None. Absolutely none. none. He has never walked the red carpet. It always walks him. Like, he has (laughs) nothing 
admirable about him. And yet he is able to get away with shit that I feel like only people like Chris Evans should be able to get away with. If they were that evil. Mm-hmm. I am, I, I am flabbergasted that the new cycle has not been one long SNL skit as far as their coverage for the last three years. And I think that's the saddest part because these people go into these press conferences with him and ask and him act like he is intelligent questions. Instead of just grilling his stupid ass about every stupid thing he says 24 7. Fucking Twitter more than he does any other job stuff that he's supposed to be doing. Right. Have y'all seen Twitter how and he, golf. Have y'all seen how he yeah. actually picks press people, like journalists and reporters, when he does these speeches? How he talks to them? Absolutely. It's just wild disrespectful. They're crazy to be to even want to go. Mr. President, I'd like to ask you a question. Well, you've already asked a question. I don't I don't know if I want to hear your question. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't know if I like you. I'm gonna let you ask your question now. You ask your question. If I don't like your question, then I'm not gonna answer your question. I'm gonna pick him over there. Because I he Donald gives good questions. But you, Ryan, you don't always give me a good question. So you if you you're, don't gonna, get, you're, you're, you, you're mean to me. You don't ask questions that I like. I'm gonna let you ask me a question, but it better be a good question. It better be the best question of the questions. It better be better. You pick. Let me hear the question. I seen him do that a couple of times in interviews, and I was just like, "Nigga." <laughs> He's doing this Absolutely. to other white men mm-hmm. who have been speaking to white men of power probably their whole careers. They sick of him. They are literally sick of him. He, I mean, he just, he shows his fucking ass every single time. News, like news conferences, when they go out on tour, like just everywhere, he shows his full ass. He called that call, that Ukraine call, the perfect call so many times, which means nothing. It it is the most... (laughs) void it it is it's just it means nothing it is an empty vessel of a statement and he repeated it like the more times he said it the more it would gain value and worth trash i love it like it's 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 kind of fun to listen to because he does terrible so well That's who they voted for. This is literally who they voted for. On October 14th, in response to Turkey's original offensive moves against the Kurds in Syria's northeast border region. So the sanctions will be lifted unless something happens that we're not happy with. This was an outcome created by us, the United States, and nobody else, no other nation. Very simple. And we're willing to take blame and we're also willing to take credit. This is something they've been trying to do for many, many days. What? We're willing to take blame and we're willing to take credit? Mm-mm. Which is it, no. sir? No, I don't think he even... He sounds drunk, number one. Like he has rocks in his mouth. 
He said we're willing to. Yeah, he got a much mouth for sure. Oh my god, it is amazing. I love it. Like I would listen to this in the car, and it would get me home in traffic. If he was a fucking character, I would love it. But he's a real person, so I just want him to fucking drown in some oatmeal or some shit. There, but there are two modes for me, Mike. Like I could, I could easily get mad at this. He's not going anywhere, though. He's absolutely not Somebody going anywhere. Needs to get his old. Ass. He's a seventy-three-year-old baby, dog. I know. There are people like you. I can't remember who was the uh, ESPN commentator that passed away. From um, Stuart Scott. Yeah. Yeah. He what was he in his like fifties, sixties when he passed away? Let's find out. Right, look at it this way: too young, right. definitely right. too young. Patrice O'Neill, too young. There are so, like if you look at Black, he was forty nine. He, he was how much? He was how old? Forty nine years 49. old. Forty nine, too fucking young. Heavy D, mm-hmm. too fucking young. Black men in general. Have just been passing away. Elijah Cummings was 68. 68. Trump is 73. Can you imagine the amount of shit that he has done to his body over his lifetime? And he has somehow lived to be 70 fucking three years old and become president. Like the roach that Yes, exactly, Deidre. And that's a totally different section. That's a totally different mindset. So we have a small group uh, there, and we've secured the oil. Other than that, there's no reason for it, in our opinion. And again, the Kurds are going to be watching. We're working with the Kurds. We have a good relationship with the Kurds. But we never agreed to, you know, protect the Kurds. We fought with them for three and a half to four years. We never agreed to protect the Kurds for the rest of their lives. Remember this. When Iraq was fighting the Kurds, everybody thought we were going to fight with the Kurds. I said, well, it's a little strange that we're fighting with the Kurds. When we just spent $4 trillion on Iraq, and now we're going to be fighting Iraq. So what I did is I said, we're not going to take a position. Let them fight themselves. I thought the Kurds would do very well. Everyone said, oh, the Kurds will do very well. Well, Iraq moved in, and the Kurds left. They didn't fight because they didn't have us to fight with. A lot of people are good when they fight with us. You know, when you have $10 billion worth of airplanes, shooting 10 miles in front of your line, it's it's much easier to fight. But with that, they were a good help. But we were a great help to them, too. They were fighting ISIS. You know, they hated ISIS. So they were fighting ISIS. But we never agreed. Where is an agreement that said we have to stay in the Middle East for the rest of humanity, for the rest of, of uh, civilization, to protect the Kurds? It never said that. And we have protected them. We've taken very good care of them. And I hope they're going to watch over ISIS. He has said nothing. And (laughs) at at the same time. He's talking in circles. He said nothing, talks in circles, and yet, while saying nothing, has contradicted himself. It's amazing (laughs) how dumb he is. There should be a study on vernacular. And why he is able to get away with being in front of a microphone ever without having a sheet of paper to read in front of him. Mm-hmm. 
How many times did he say the Kurds? It, man. He, he, he speaks in he speaks in five word sentences. <laughs> and no does 50 words. minute speeches. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find a clip of any clip. I'm just going to find a Barack Obama talking about the Kurds and see. <laughs> <laughs> Do a little comparison study. I'm like, I have no idea if there's any context on this. Uh, let's make sure he's talking about it in this clip and then I'm going to send it to you. Hold on one second. I don't even think um, homeboy knows what the Kurds is. I think he just feels like he just wants he to say doesn't. it. He doesn't. He doesn't. He has no idea what he's talking about. He just knows the word Kurds means something. It might be within the realm of what he thinks he's saying. Right. It might be. That's so funny. <laughs> so trash. He did He did a meeting. He did an interview or something in France a while ago. And I'm trying to find it. Because there's a part where he goes off on a reporter and, and I just was what I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? About what? Oh God. I don't I remember what he that. went off on him about. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know. Like I really think he has a touch of uh, mental illness. I mean, he did the drugs. <laughs> yes, he did. But he just gives me like, not even just uh, dementia. Like he has, he has some psych issues that he needs to get fixed. Now we think, uh, thanks everybody. I think uh, all he did it so bad. Where his son, he goes to China, he walks away with a billion and a half dollars. He goes to Ukraine. Professional man with a Western education and history to investigate. investigate. I I mean that we have either he's dumb or he thought he was in a room full of really good friends or maybe it's a combination of both in his case President Zelensky did you ask House Speaker Nancy Pelosi about this meeting with Mr. Putin yesterday not at all no look she's, she's lost her way she's been taken over by the radical left she may be a radical left herself, but she really has lost her way. I spoke to her about guns yesterday. She didn't even know what I was talking about. She's not interested in guns. I'll tell you what, Nancy Pelosi is not interested in guns and gun protection and gun safety. Uh, all she's thinking about is this. She's been taken over by the radical left, the whole Democrat Party. And you take a look at what's happening. in the. She's been taken. What? What? The radical party? She's in, uh, the, she's in that party. I put a clip in the in the chat of President Obama actually talking about Kurdistan as well. All right, give me one second. I found the clip where he goes in on the reporter. Let's see. 
Answered most of your questions. What do you think? Yes? Finland is the happiest country in the world. Finland is a happy country. What can you learn? What can you learn from... Where he says, hey, they've been trying to... ...of another country. You start focusing on the right things. And we should be... Just to finish. Nancy Pelosi... Oh, my God. ...came out with a... It was big. ...to do nothing. Uh, ...we now have hundreds of... Otherwise, I couldn't have done it. Was because the whistleblower was so dishonest. The whistleblower... All they don't say it. Making up... He actually made it up. It should... Yes. See, he's a man of few words, and he gets it done. <laughs> That's what I like. About That's what I like about him. Anyway, okay. Thank you all very much, President Trump. How do you respond to concerns that you are putting the whistleblower's life together today? Mr. President, will you release the April transcript, sir? Thank you. Thanks, everybody. It was a total lie. It's really so of it or something being. Biden is by the whistle. Never ever knew you were the it was. So blowers. So long when I look at very tough, she's not doing it. People from some of the, the most honest version where he made it. You are putting the whistleblower's life in danger. Well, the whistleblower was very inaccurate. The- yeah, they cut, the, they cut the question part out. Let me see. All right. Let me get this Obama clip. When we face a situation like we do on that mountain, with innocent people facing the prospect of violence on a horrific scale. When we have a mandate to help, in this case, a request from the Iraqi government, and when we have the unique capabilities to help avert a massacre, then I believe the United States of America cannot turn a blind eye. We can act carefully and responsibly to prevent a potential act of genocide. That's what we're doing on that mountain. I've therefore authorized targeted airstrikes, if necessary, to help forces in Iraq as they fight to break the siege of Mount Sinjar and protect the civilians trapped there. Already, American aircraft have begun conducting humanitarian airdrops of food and water to help these desperate men, women, and children survive. Earlier this week, one Iraqi in the area cried to the world, there is no one coming to help. Well, today America is coming to help. We're also consulting with other countries and the United Nations who have called for action to address this humanitarian crisis. As Commander-in-Chief, I will not allow the United States to be dragged into fighting another war in Iraq. And so even as we support Iraqis as they take the fight to these terrorists, American combat troops will not be returning to fight in Iraq because there is no American military solution to the larger crisis in Iraq. The only lasting solution is reconciliation among Iraqi communities and stronger Iraqi security forces. However, we can and should support moderate forces who can bring stability to Iraq. It's so fucking night and day. Like, it just... It is unreal, dog. Completely unreal. I am blown. Thank you. Thank you very much. From the very beginning, appreciate to women in Finland. Go ahead. Um, uh, Finland relationship is a country. Do the U.S. with their relationship with Russia? Well, we meeting. Thank you, Mr. President. Trey Inks with One America News. In the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey, do you believe that cutting FEMA's budget? And I want to, and I guarantee you, Mr. President, Finland would never have signed 
NAFTA with Russia or whoever you wanted to. This is not a deal that you would want to sign. This is not a deal that Finland would know about. Uh, NAFTA is one of the worst trade deals ever signed at any time anywhere in the world. Visiting our youth. So we need wall is needed from the standpoint of drug tremendous, the drug scourge, what's coming through and the through that area, through the areas that we're talking about. Uh, as you know, I have General Kelly here. We stopped uh, traffic coming through 78 percent. It's going to be, I think, 81 percent this quarter, which is a record. In other administrations, if they stopped it just a little bit, like one or two or three percent, they considered that a great thing. We're up to almost 80 percent. We'll soon be over 80 percent. But we have extremely protective. And you, Mr. President, have shown strength to trade exchange the close carbon. Uh, tell the people of Texas to expect in terms of long-term recovery efforts. And in particular, you have been feuding with some key congressional leaders. You've also um, threatened... Uh, your governor has been absolutely outstanding in the job he's done, and it'd be nice. But epic, I've heard, historic. I just... If somebody could do a supercut, I could listen to that shit all day. Because I just want to study it. I need to There's know. There's nothing to study. I guarantee he's not thinking at all no, when he's it's, talking. No, it's not about him thinking. I need to understand what is the white noise in here that causes people to feel like he's saying something and makes them ignore the fact that he's saying nothing and not he saying it white, well either. Brandon, he is a white man. I, am, I, I don't think it's deeper than that, honestly. Unfortunately, even. Which is, ah, uh, it just. Oh, it's sad. It's I real know. fucking sad. Again, this is why I did not listen to his speeches. <laughs> this is why I did not follow the news. Because what's worse than listening to him speak this way is to listen to four people on a panel, then discuss it for eight hours. Because the news cycle is just repetition of the same conversations over and over again. And they're about him. When it was about impeachment talk, it was the same clips of him being played for every panelist, every commentator, the whole week. And they had nothing to say about the nothing he was saying. And somehow they could string that out 40 hours a week. Minimum. And could interview other analysts about it. As if there was some analyzing they needed to do. And that has been our news cycle for three years. Years, dog. And people follow it. People write articles about this stuff. People have conversations on Twitter all day about this shit. People claim to be in the politics. In this presidency, why would you be in the politics? Like presidential politics. There's nothing constructive coming out of anything while he's in office. Nothing Trump has been done. Looking like a reality TV show right now. No, nothing has been done. Nothing has been accomplished. We, we have been stagnant for three years sitting here listening to this blumber bust of bullshit and yet people treat it like it's legit. I I'm just, mm -hmm. I am lost, man. 
Must be nice is all I can say about that. It's just been a shit show since he started, since he got into office. Since like, the election, honestly. Yeah, we right, Mike. Since the election, like I'm, you know, as much trash talk as they talk about Obama, none of these scandals and all this craziness was nowhere near how it is right now. Like every time I turn on the TV, I was like, "What fuckery is about to happen now? Who's going to get fired? Who's quitting?" <laughs> Like the fuck, right? Or going Niggas to jail? Quitting, like fuck this shit. They going to jail too. They getting arrested. They just throwing each other under the bus. Craziness. There has been just as much talk about Trump's impeachment as there has been about fucking Giuliani at this point because mm-hmm. they're literally throwing each other's un- under different buses right now. It's amazing mm-hmm. to watch. Because when it's all said and done, or when and when I say when it's all said and done, I literally just mean next week when they've decided to change their opposition. They'll act like they're best friends. Like they didn't try to sell each other out a couple of days ago. They can't keep their shit in wraps. They can't even get on the same page to combat the shit against them. Absolutely ridiculous. It's just a bunch of Dr. Evil villainous motherfuckers. And they're just, they're doing stuff right in front of people's faces and then lying about it like you didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. It really is like getting smacked by somebody and them going, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even got hands. Then how are you holding up the microphone? Well, I mean, clearly I have hands. You just said you didn't. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have hands that could smack you. But you did smack me. Well, I don't remember that. It's on video. Nah, it's too grainy. It's an HD, bitch. They, they, they string along the conversations like that. How, how do you have a debate? How do you have speeches from people who speak this way? And people rally to hear him talk. Yes, the KKK rallies to hear him talk. <laughs> the KKK... Right. The KKK, as redneck and whatever, and as evil, as racist, as just terrible and savage as they are, there was some, there was some, there was a system there. There was logic. I, I, you know, you, man, I hate to be like, they were smart with some of the shit they did the way they did it, but they were. And it didn't come, that shit didn't come straight from poor whites. That shit came from whites in office. Right. It came from white politicians. It came from white people with clout in the South. The KKK wasn't started by angry, poor white farmers in the mm-hmm. South. Absolutely. So no, it no, makes no, sense. I definitely agree. It makes sense that it, that it was able to roll out the way it did in the early 1900s. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree with that. They don't even have that type of intelligence behind his presidency now. You know, I just, I am, I I am, I'm actually more upset if I had to be upset at somebody, but cause I don't trust these, I don't, I don't trust these niggas either, but I am, if I have to be upset at somebody, I'm actually more upset at the democratic party because <laughs> these motherfuckers are fighting each other. Yes, definitely. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter 
who y'all nominate at this point. It really does. They all basically the same and better than this nigga that's in there right now. You know, for the I, most part. If I had to take my pick, if I had to be like, who is the person I'm going with? It would be Elizabeth Warren. Because yeah, she's, probably. she's the only one that, you know, people may, I feel like sometimes people disagree with stuff Elizabeth Warren says because she's a woman. I'm just going to be flat out with that. I think I, I'm sure a lot of people are like that. You know, your governors in your states that people seem to agree with and watch what they do, and y'all know they be doing corrupt shit. Y'all don't have no problem with that. But Elizabeth Warren saying things like she wants people to be able to go to college for free, or you know she wants to end loans. That like that's crazy to y'all. Or universal health care type talk, it's crazy to y'all. Okay, whatever. Joe Biden and Bernie have constantly cut their nose off to spite their face by saying just dumb shit. Joe Biden has completely ruined his uncle Joe t- tag. That, he that did. Gave him. Yeah, for sure. He could have been doing so much, but, but he really did. He even another one talking out the side of his fucking neck. But it shows you that he's only uncle Joe when he's with Barack. That's what it shows you outside of him being with Barack. There is no uncle Joe. Yeah, they probably coached him a big man. time when he was with Barack. Now, Joe, you think you think Barack was sending him out there without first putting the black hand <laughs> on his shoulder? Come on, dog. Like, you know that was real. And Bernie Sanders does not have a black Barack friend in sight to steer him. And he need to be worried about the next stint he going to get put in his chest from another fucking heart attack, trying to run for office, being older than fucking Trump at this point. I know. Like, sir... He don't Not know what it. he want to do. He don't know who he want to help for real. He don't know where his focus needs to be. Bernie Sanders is just spouting from the top and he has a following of Bernie bros and people that just refuse to support a woman. So they're like, you know, still better than Elizabeth Warren. It doesn't matter how much sense Elizabeth Warren has. It doesn't have, it doesn't matter how much fucking integrity she has when talking about shit. It doesn't matter how much she is unbothered by being blunt and honest when addressing things said by the media, said by Trump, said by the right side. People act like she's crazy. People act like she don't know what she's talking about. Is Cory Booker still in the running? Man, what the oh, yeah. fuck? He in there. Why? Why is... Why? why? Because why? why not? That's why. I put money on him running is going to last longer than his relationship with Rosario Dawson. Ooh. Didn't that nigga say he read to her like a 250 page book over the phone? Like I said. Yikes. Like I said. I mean, you know. <laughs> He'll be out of a relationship before he's out of this run. I don't know if y'all been playing a Rosario, but she'd be all over the map with who she'd be choosing. Wasn't it last year? Taste, bro. What can you I say, mean, right? if, they, if they are happy, yeah, they like it. I love it. To say, you know, it, it works for them. I'm just saying, how you go from Eric Andre to Cory Booker? <laughs> Don't do this. This is a legit <laughs> question. How you go from Eric Andre to Cory Booker? Who's Eric Andre? Oh, he's a comedian. <laughs> yes, he is a comedian. I mean, she dated Jay Z. Uh, I could, I could see that. 
yeah. I think she said she lost her virginity to Jay Z. If I'm not mistaken, I don't believe that. Oh wow. <laughs> no, I don't believe that one. You don't? I don't. Why? Because I don't. <laughs> Look at, Wait, DJ, look at the clip. Look at the clip I put in there. That's Eric Andre. Why you don't believe it? I just don't. Who oh him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she went from that to Eric to Kelly Booker. I mean, you know, I I'm the last person to talk about anybody's relationship. If she happy, that's, that's all that matters. That's the Maybe thing. Maybe what it is. They, that's the thing. They spend fun. so much time talking about how happy they are. He's supposed to be running for office. <laughs> I mean... I, He's so in love. Ain't no way he gonna win. He's too <laughs> in love. <laughs> they just got together. <laughs> I mean, he like I said when I I saw that I think that was last week or something that he read like this I was like, God damn! I mean, and 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 Rosario Dawson is fine. Like, let's not act like she really he shouldn't I be sprung on. Absolutely, she's fine. He's fine. Yes, but dog, he's supposed <laughs> to be he's supposed to be trying to be a president. <laughs> <laughs> They making lovey dovey Instagram videos. That is I mean, not the movie you see, sir. Are they engaged or are they just girl, like girlfriend, boyfriend? Bro, I don't like know. I, like, I kind of want to say that Would he I be the first him. unmarried person to be the president if somehow he won and everybody else died or something? Oh, you guys man. balance each other. You guys speak so lovingly of one another. I mean. <laughs> I, was, I was boasting about something earlier, but I feel like I could say it again. Like, Corey sent, I call him Cap, but um, Corey sends me a song. You call him what, ma'am? What do you call him? <laughs> call him. <laughs> you call him six months? Yeah. What do you call him? No, no. Song <laughs> every day that we're not together. And it's like stuff like that that's just sort of like, he's so romantic and beautiful. I love that you're supporting Corey. He actually said some really endearing things about you. Yeah. Well, how did you feel when you heard him say all this stuff on Good Day? Um, I. In general, and amazed and excited and blown away. Okay, so first off, first off, I need y'all to pay attention. I wish, I wish, I wish y'all could see her, uh, what, what, not the gestures that she using, but just her, her body whole, language. Her whole body, right? First off, she didn't hear what Cory Booker said about her on Good Morning America, but you can get that from her response. Just listen to it. Just listen to it. <laughs> In general, you heard him say all this stuff on Good Day. Um, I uh, in general uh, you and know, in general, Corey says nice things about me. You know, amazed and excited and blown away by my relationship with this wonderful man and his relationship with me and my family. Um, and it's we're we're starting that whole thing of putting it out into the greater world and the greater world sometimes it makes me sweat a little bit it's like it's still so new but it's like it's those things that just i think that's just really beautiful it's showed it's meant a lot to me to know i mean he's running for the highest public office in america um and he's still centering us in our relationship and that's and prioritizing 
you know, creating our foundation. Got to prioritize the pussy dog. I understand, Corey. <laughs> I understand. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> For me, as a lifelong nerd geek, this is like a, a mecca. This is like a like a sacred ground here. Uh, so it's just it was it's been an amazing experience. And now I'm doing an interview with Sci-Fi. <laughs> This is the guy that wants to be our president. <laughs> he is the black man that will follow behind Obama. My girlfriend has been to a lot of Comic Cons in her own day, uh, and is and is literally. I'm very excited that I'm dating a woman who has been a part of the Marvel universe and actually had to patch up Daredevil. <laughs> okay, I really would. <laughs> oh no, he's oh, really excited right. about that. Like that's really uh, cute. Yeah. That would. Like he yeah, you know he was dressing up like Daredevil in the bedroom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like he lit the fuck up talking. He got a costume. I heard it in the closet. Voice. This nigga like, said, "I am dating the girl that matched up uh, Daredevil." Daredevil. Like he really got excited. That who? That's the king for him. This nigga said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, he can shit, man." I mean, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when people thought Cory Booker was gay. I remember when that. Try to move, oh my God. move too much. You've got two or three broken ribs. When uh, when I talked, you know, I, I played it cool when we first started dating. But at one point, I had to start geeking out on her that she was a part of this universe. But uh, uh, I would love to be able to go with her where we could be dressed up and nobody would know who we were. So we could actually just really enjoy Comic-Con uh, uh, in a way that we probably wouldn't be able to right now. When you when you run for president and, and you have a, a Senate job, it is, it is the least amount I've been able to participate in media ever. I have all these things backing up on my TiVo and all these movies I haven't been able to see. So we try to have a couple deals that aren't broken where we save things for each other. Um, so we, we saved Black Mirror for each other uh, and we actually got a chance to watch it together. But she has, and I'm going to say this right now, she at one point violated that agreement and watched something without me, which I felt that was, uh, the, I think, one of the bigger issues we've had in our relationship. Now, she would deny this. We had arguments over this. She said she did not break. I give him a year. A year. I'm, That's an improvement from six months, though. Yes. I give him a they've year. Been dating for, they've been together for a year now. Apparently, allegedly, is what the well they're both saying. Mm-hmm. So you give it another year? No, no, no. I give them this year. <laughs> oh, damn! Different. So you get them at the end of the year? These niggas won't make it to San Diego Comic Con. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> Just keep it at one hundred, guys. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I have nothing to say. <sighs> If they're happy, then I'm happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Let the, let him be in love with the person who patched up Daredevil. What I would like to say is how <laughs> grateful and appreciative I am of the wonderful man that I am dating, who is incredibly supportive, and who came through when we were doing um, the um, ADR for the girls. And there, I realized just before we were about to walk out that one of the lines in the film that's sort of this like shout out line was one that I did in the room and needed to be replaced, but we didn't actually have on the, on the day to actually get for edit wise. And he was there and I was like, so baby, do you want to pretend to be the dad in the background who yells up that, that the, you know, his friends are here? And he's like, sure. So I just want to say thank you. And my baby now is officially an actor as well. 
tell you something let me tell you something and 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 this is just speaking to people in general who just may not know not saying that you don't know but just saying this now if you two have to constantly talk about how happy y'all are i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't know (laughs) also he's literally trying to run for president (laughs) and y'all are talking about how happy you are in your relationship in every interview. <laughs> Hillary Clinton didn't did give a fuck about how happy Bill was when he was running back in 92. She didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Only thing she gave a fuck about was using her family's money to make sure Bill won. They was not kikiing over each other in interviews. <laughs> kikiing. <Kiki. laughs> What y'all uh, do was Barack doing this with Michelle? Hell no, they no, you could you could just feel the love from them. See, they didn't have to talk about it. Yeah, they just felt it. But I guess too it was different. I can't even compare them to because because they like, stayed. They, they're they're married and they really are in love. Like you really don't see that a lot. Yeah. Like the I mean, this is they're dating, so <laughs> like white like white men who are presidents, they do they look at their they look at their wives like Damn, this bitch still alive. I <laughs> know. <laughs> that is not how Barack ever looked at Michelle. Ever. Never. never. No, you're absolutely right. Never. And then other white men look at Michelle like, I can't wait for Barack to die. Like George Bush. <laughs> he turns into a five-year-old kid around Michelle. I mean, it's so giddy. He stuffs his head between her pit and her bosom so hard. <laughs> Awesome. Like tell who me died, bitch. and he was so giddy to give her that candy. He be like, he be like, give me a bedtime oh, story. Read me was a bedtime that story. Was that his daddy's funeral? Maybe. It was somebody that passed away. I, I don't I can't know. Remember, it was the funeral. I just remember it was somebody's funeral, and I remember he just couldn't wait to give her that candy. I know. <laughs> like, I know this. I know that it was a lot of black women on social media trying to come for Michelle because she was entertaining him. And being nice to him. And all I kept thinking was, y'all really gonna sit here and act like y'all ain't never treated nobody like they was precious. <laughs> not the act, not the not the movie. Just a special type of precious. Yeah, like she was just being nice. She wasn't being disrespectful at all. Why would she? Why does she need why do you need to do that? <laughs> Fucking why? reach. Like you why know. do you need to do that? You you and your husband did eight years, you did the best that you could. You are a great, you're, you're both idols now. Mm-hmm. You know, you set a, you set an example that I'm sorry to say white people with privilege and power in politics refuse to follow mm-hmm. because I just don't think they can be that good. They could, they just cannot be as good as you two were. Mm-mm. Okay. So it, absolutely not. It, it just, it, it it doesn't irk me or anything. Like when I see, look, I look at Michelle Obama and I'm like, yo, white women love her. Black women love her. Little girls love her. People love, I, you know, real talk. Like we talk about Barack, but I honestly think more people love Michelle Obama than Barack Obama. 
Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. And he knows that. Yeah. I mean, he loves he her. That. He knows why everybody else is in love with her. He already he knew that was going to happen. Mm. That's why you that. never saw him like ho- pulling strings or keeping her on a leash as far as what she was doing. Not, with, not the same shit you see Trump kind of doing with Melania. She don't never look like she won't be there. Because she don't. Right. That woman didn't even want to move. She didn't even move into the White House. His, like months later. Like, his son don't even look like he want to be there. And you know that's a test too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is, um, it just... But either way... I mean, by the end of the year, huh? I'm, I'm saying... It's a real pessimistic. No Christmas present for... <laughs> Is it gonna at least get past Christmas? What's her next movie? Let me see what her next movie is. <laughs> what is Rosario's next movie? What's in production on IMDb? And she already in trouble for this transgender stuff? With them what? physically oh, yeah. assault some transgender person? Yeah. Like her she was holding the person down. <laughs> what do you mean holding them down? Let me see if I can get the story. If that's the case, she about to fuck up his whole... From BuzzFeed News, a transgender man who was hired by actor Rosario Dawson to complete construction work on her home has filed a lawsuit accusing the star and her family of physical and verbal abuse. Dedrick Finley, 55, filed a civil suit on Saturday at a Los Angeles court against the star, alleging Dawson and her mother and and stepfather, Isabel and Gregory Dawson, frequently misgendered and discriminated against him because of his gender identity. Representatives for Dawson did not respond to requests for comment. According to the lawsuit, Finley moved from New York to Los Angeles in October 2017 at the request of Isabel in order for him to do work for Dawson. It was also around the time of the move that Finley began transitioning. On December 27, 2017, in December 2017, Finley came out as transgender. He said that Dawson's family immediately began to misgender him multiple times each day with deliberate inf- indifference, quote, at the same time, he said the abuse came to a head when one day, nearly two months after Finley was asked by text message to move out of the home he was subleasing from Isabel, he was pulled through a window and thrown to the ground by Isabel while Dawson helped restrain him. Finley alleged that Isabel questioned his masculinity during the attack while Dawson sat on him. Because of Finley's injuries at the time, he was granted a restraining order against Isabel in April 2018. Prior to this incident, Finley said he experienced verbal abuse about his masculinity from Gregory, who acted as his immediate supervisor. Finley had known the family in some capacity for at least two decades, according to the complainant upon moving to L.A., incurred substantial debt in reliance on the family's promises to provide him steady employment and housing. Dawson is currently dating Democratic (laughs) Cory Booker of New Jersey. This nigga from New Jersey, too. A spokesperson for his campaign didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. Okay. Like I said, I give it to you. <laughs> but I do want to see what mo- what her next movies are. What's her what's her next movies? Let's see. Oh, she's in Zombieland. Double tap. What's that? Oh. A uh, sequel to a movie from like a long time ago that was actually really good, but I'm... <laughs> it's 10, ten years <laughs> ago. 
We it's a comedy that. about a zombie apocalypse starring Woody Harrelson and the dude that played Mark Zuckerberg in the Facebook movie. I can't believe Zombieland came out 10 years ago. And they I was going to say 10, but I didn't want to like fuck up. So it was 10 years ago, 10, dog? 2009, 10 years ago, bro. I felt like it was. Damn. Oh, she's also in that new Jay is Silent Bob reboot film because she was in the originals, I guess. I guess or something. I don't know. Well, she doesn't have anything to do really right now because Zombie Land isn't making any traction. And I don't know what that Jay and Silent Bob film is going to actually I'm going to go see do. it. I like Zombie Land. I mean, it's out. It came out already. Well, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> why, I ain't even That's why I was attention. telling you it didn't do no traction. It came out already. That's funny. I believe it came out last week. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> I'm going to go see it this weekend. I don't know what that is. Zombie lay. Oh my god! Oh, that's from Tuesday. Whew, I was about to say that's that would be bad <laughs> if it made three million. What? Uh, it it opened opening weekend. It made twenty six million. So I guess that's cool. I'm sure that's better than they thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck next week. Just poor, poor relationship. I mean, listen, it's fun. They're having fun. They're having fun. It's okay. You done put you done jinx them. I did not. They having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Jinx them, folks. It's gonna be like December twelfth, and they're gonna be like they broke (laughs) up. Democrat her vagina. Mm-hmm. Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. No, sir. What did you say? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said he better Democrat her vagina. Wow. <laughs> get them nominations. No. <laughs> oh my lord. Get that pussy inauguration, sir. Oh lord. All right. I think we're done. <laughs> I just ruined that relationship for so many people. <laughs> yeah, they. You know, he said that he's a nerd. This probably was his like dream girl. He's the common to her, Serena. That's all I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! It's so funny. <laughs> uh, all right, yo. Um, thank y'all for listening. Appreciate the support, and we will holler at y'all next time. Make sure if you have not signed up for premium, you go ahead and do that. First month, four ninety nine, and after that, you pay the regular fee. I think it's like nine ninety nine, like ten bucks a month. That's two Starbucks coffees. That's a trip to Dunkin' Donuts. That's that chick. Sa- that's that fucking Popeyes chicken sandwich that's gonna be back in November. But that's one Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah, supposedly it's coming back. It's coming back, y'all. Get your good. Sh- get your walk. Get your standing shoes ready. <laughs> Y'all can stand in line. Stand in shoes ready. But and make sure you go check it out. We just released we released the episode Twan and I talking about video games. Y'all asked for it. We released it. It dropped. Mike, did did you did you watch the final episode for the limited series of the Wu Tang saga? Nah, today was super hectic. Uh I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, it's I I I, I this will be an interesting conversation. 
because oh boy really i'm on episode, episode i'm on episode seven if this is really okay a limited so series, here's what here's what we'll do i will be free early sunday and all day saturday i'll watch the show saturday morning and then anytime on either of those days i'll be good to record yeah we can knock it out uh but yeah i'm i'm or we can wait till DJ's done. either way it's fine with me i don't know when did you when you gonna be done her this weekend you trying to jump in sure okay trying to finish trying to finish dennis's story yes <laughs> all right so yeah we'll do uh <laughs> we'll do it sunday we'll do it sunday so y'all get some time i can continue watching jack ryan season two are you jim halpert going and clapping people yeah they uh sent me season two early so i'm trying to knock that out no doubt and get ahead of the game but yeah and we'll be doing some other premium shows uh hopefully before the end of october because i'm not sure what we have planned for november but it'll be some things so y'all make sure to return make sure you go sign up for premium make sure you leave us reviews on Castbox. i know y'all niggas just turned it off and that's fine so we also giving away a million dollars to everybody who's still listening. Yay. Sorry, y'all, who turned it off early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll holler at y'all next time. Peace. Oh, and we'll do voicemails next episode because we have a lot. Bet.